0: Welcome to Wild Tater, the Food Forest Podcast. I'm Charles Hathaway, and today we're going to talk about the buffalo berry, or otherwise known as the silver buffalo berry, Scheperdia argentina. This is in the Eleagnaceae family, which is the family with autumn olives, Russian olives, stuff like that. And like the Russian and autumn olive, it is a nitrogen fixer, which means that it takes nitrogen out of the air and puts it into the ground via its roots, making little little root nodules that uh, of nitrogen that make it accessible to other plants. So it's it's one of those plants that just by its being there, it is fertilizing the plants around it. So it's a great forest um, plant, food forest plant, and uh, not just because of it's, you know, wonderful ecological uses, as we've mentioned, but also because of the lovely edible berries. So let's talk about how it can grow. Okay, cold hardiness zones three to seven is where it's going to want to grow. It likes a cooler area. If you're in a very hot area, it may struggle that said, don't think that it's something that requires a lot of water. It is actually rather um, drought tolerant. Once once it's established, it f- for a while you'll want to water it moderately, but then once it's established, it should do very well with drought and so forth. It is also, and this is a another feature, um, because you know heaven knows that those of us living in high alkaline soils, that it's hard to get a forest established because so much of uh, traditional forest plants want a nice acid soil. This wants between 6.1 and 9.0 pH. So 7.0 being neutral, being right in the middle. 6.1... Is about as acid as I can get in my soil, and uh, 9.0 is way more alkaline than I even get. So if if I have rather alkaline soil, let's say it's sitting at an eight, which is pretty high alkaline for a- compared to average, um, this should just drink it right up, enjoy that soil. So uh, buffalo berry is a good one for if you're in a in a dry uh alkaline soil area and it also loves the sun it loves full sun in fact i've heard some say that it won't survive in shade i don't know if that's completely true i i have noticed that some of my buffalo berry getting a little bit of shade doesn't complain i think what they mean is it needs some full sun But I would recommend full sun for this because the ones that I have put out in just blazing all day, 16 hour a day sun, seem to love it. They are not complaining one bit, as long as I give them occasional water. The blooming season for the buffalo berry is early mid-season. And the harvest season is from late summer, that's when the berries start being getting ripe, through frost let's just say because some people um have a lot of people have said that the berries are best after a frost so let them sit on the vine get a freeze or two and then enjoy now the biggest thing to keep in mind with the buffalo berry is that these are diaceous, which means that if you're looking at one plant uh That plant is either a girl or it is a boy. It is not both. And it only has the uh, gender organs of that single gender. So you're going to, if you're wanting berries, you're going to want several plants. So you can make sure to get some males and females and females are the only things that will grow the berries. Now the Buffalo Berry will get six to 12 feet high. And 8 to 19 feet wide. So picture somewhere between a ball and a stretched out flat ball. Okay? I mean, 19 feet wide, that's, you know, that's on the, the widest end of its uh, width capacity. But we're talking about a serious deer hedge here. Or potential for a serious deer hedge. I would, If you're wanting a deer hedge, I would plant them 5 feet apart. And then just let them, you know, grow into each other and just become a wall of of hedge, if you will. Now these are doubly a good deer hedge because they have these big impressive thorns on them. Which some people say makes it hard to harvest, but it also keeps deer from, you know, shoving their faces too deep into it. So you have a chance to get to the berries if you can get there before the birds, which often the birds will, you know, just pop in and out between branches without any trouble. So, you know, you'll still be racing them. But uh, the average lifespan of the buffalo berry is about 25 years, which isn't bad for a shrub. It's not super long, but it, you know, doable. And if it's given its druthers, if it could be anywhere it would probably really prefer to be in an open, sunny meadow or mountainside with lots of sun and a good alkaline to neutral soil. So let's talk a little bit about this little edible berry. The buffalo berry is a little bit tart, but um, it does get sweeter after a frost. And it should be kept in mind that the uh, buffalo berry has saponins, which is, or saponin, which is a, uh, the same substance that is in beans, either a little bit in green beans. Um, there's quite a bit more in the dry beans, like kidney beans and, and, you know, white Northern beans and all that stuff, which make it, it's, you know, give it the, uh, aspect that make it, so it's really not good to eat those raw if they are, you know, if they are ripe, um, which is to say dry, um, and why you should cook your beans, which is to say, if you cook the uh, buffalo berries, it will eliminate that saponin content. And... That may be part of the reason why buffalo berries are very popular for pies and preserves, because of the cooking that uh, is done for that process. They're also sometimes used for a good meat relish, which sounds really good to me. Uh, Sometimes the berries will be dried like currants, but because of those saponins, I would recommend doing a heated dry, like a many dehydrators will do where you can turn up the temperature so it will cook them while it dries them. That's what I would recommend. So that's where that's where it really shines is both as a nitrogen fixer, a an edible hedge, and as you know for those fun little sweet berries. But there have been some uses medicinally for the buffalo berry which I'll only lightly touch on. You can do your research, and I recommend please do before trying any of these. But um, the buffalo berries, the berries themselves, are sometimes used for stomach and digestion issues or constipation. Um, they make a, a mild laxative, and they're also used for fevers. Though again, please research before you before you you know try to use it medicinally. I don't know if we're talking about multiple cups of of individual berries or or whether we're talking just a few that makes a big difference so or or how it's prepared. Again, do your own research on that. The berries of the buffalo berry are about one-third of an inch in size or nine millimeters. And they grow on one-year-old wood. So they're not growing on the brand new wood. They're not growing on the old old wood. They're growing on the one-year-old wood. So new branches and so forth will grow somewhat over that one-year-old wood and the old branches beneath will be protecting it with those big you know beefy thorns um, below the fruit so to speak and so you know harvesting can be a little tricky but that also means that you may have a chance to get to it before the birds do but again keep an eye out for those thorns you don't want to get poked but you do want a taste of these delicious little berries so that is the silver buffalo berry or just buffalo berry is usually where you'll find it Um, this is a shrub layer and again the shakurdia argentia go get several today so you get some girls and boys and thank you again so much for listening